Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. It's Friday. We have a caller in the queue. We're going to be getting to you shortly, caller. I'm trying to post the show, and it's showing no photo that I uploaded. I don't understand what's happening. Look. I don't know what's going on with the Internet here, but we'll post our blank picture to our show link, and um, I'm going to open the chat room while I do so. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number for those listening and and haven't called in yet, so you may join us via the phone lines or um, via Blog Talk Radio's homepage. Also, we broadcast on Apple Podcasts, Alexa, all the places your favorite podcasts are broadcast and actually Stitcher is closing down. That was one of the ones a person that connected with us off the air came from, Stitcher. And they're closing completely now. So it's interesting that um that company is is shutting down. But in any case, uh there are many ways to listen to our show and there are also many ways to follow us. Those can be found on our Blog Talk Radio homepage, where you may follow us, as well as on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Those are linked, like I said, on the Blog Talk Radio homepage, Neil and Christian Baker Psychic. All right, let's take a call. Eight five nine. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Uh, my name is Lisa, calling from uh, Kentucky. My first time caller. Yeah, Lisa from Kentucky. Okay. But weren't we talking about Kentucky? Yes. Yesterday. Um, <laughs> we're in California, so we're not usually discussing Kentucky. This come up, Lisa. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, my son uh, just texted me and asked me um, did we want to try to plan a trip for California. He said he wants uh, to plan a family trip to California. So that's that's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. kind of strange. Where have you yeah, been to California? I don't know. I've never been to California before. No. Mm-mm. Wow. No. Mm-hmm. He just texted me that today. Hmm. Huh. I've never been to Kentucky. 
Have you? <laughs> no, I've never been to Kentucky. Oh, but I know it's beautiful, and there's um, it's beautiful and green and history. There's a lot, a lot of, of history. Bluegrass and the horses, and that's what we're famous for. Oh, I think bourbon. I think bourbon too. Bourbon. I think we're famous for bourbon too. Yeah, Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've listened to bluegrass, so at least I've I've touched on Kentucky in some small capacity. But we're obviously not yeah. here to, c- to conduct a conversation about the 50 states. Yeah. yeah. We're here to answer yeah. your question, the psychic show. Okay. So glad you, glad you found us. And I'm sorry there is no pictures up on our, I don't know if you can see if you're on the Internet, but for some reason I'm there's an upload. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Um, so, so what's your birth date, first of all? It is December 26, 1968. 68. Mm-hmm. Well, I was getting a six. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, 68. 12, 26, 68. Yeah. 21. You're a 35.8. Did I do that right? Did I add that up right? So you've never called our show before, so the first thing we want to tell you is when you turn 35 in 1968, but actually on the cusp of the 1970s, you would have had a major change in your life. Major change. So if you could think about what happened when you were 35 in 1970, really, I mean, it could be 1968, too. There's nine months, huh? Yeah, I mean, there's a nine-month window in 1968, too. So, 68 to 70, anything happened that was notable? 68 to 70? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. No, I don't know. I was very little. who... Oh, 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 what am I? No. <laughs> of course, you wouldn't remember. You were one years old. <laughs> so no, not 1960. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not completely focused, obviously. When you're 35, obviously I was saying when you were 35, but I was giving the wrong year in 1968. So when you were 35 years old, what happened? 2003-2004. Could be a job change, a move, maybe. Um, 35. Oh. You know what? I, mm, I do not know. Okay. You know, the only thing, Lisa, how we would conclude in this subject matter would be difficulty in relationships. So, for instance, were your parents uh, united or divided? Um, I get they were united. They were united, but my parents, it was like they were united. They had a united relationship, but their relationship was unusual. How so? In what way? Okay. Well, for instance, uh, my father uh, was married. And my mom, but he also had a relationship with my mom. So uh, he had seven kids with his wife, and he had one with my mom. But he had a relationship with both of them. So I grew up in both worlds. 
Yeah. Okay, that that's a big you know, that's that's what we're talking about. That's that's what we mean by difficulties. In okay, okay. Have you yourself ever had a severe breakup or been betrayed by your partner? Yes, I've, I've had um, severe, I've, I've not had good relationships. I've not been in a relationship for 16, 17 years because none of them have ended good. None of them were good at all. Okay, that's what we are talking about, Lisa, in terms of the way your karma, how you came into the world with difficulties from past lives. Okay. So what we're talking about, it doesn't mean that defines the rest of your life. It just means we're we're psychically hooking into what has been your history. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good. Okay. So is there anything going on right now with the theme of your home, selling your home, moving? No. No. Nothing like that. No. Do you own a home? Are you a homeowner? No, I do not. I my my mom had left me her home when she passed away, and we we've done we've done so that so now I'm renting. So you sold the house and it's rented. You rent. You're a renter. And your mother yeah. died then. Uh, in 2016. 2016. So it's been a while, but yeah, I mean it's been a while, but there was a sale of a house. Mm-hmm. And it will happen mm-hmm. in your mother's home that you sold, mm-hmm. and now you're renting. Mm-hmm. So there is something going on with the selling of a house, which is not in the last year. Um, right. So right. You're, what we deem to be your situation is that down deep inside, I mean, you may have a certain degree of faith and spirituality, but down deep inside mm-hmm. you're depressed. You're depressed and you're kind of... Um, not centered, and you're trying to speak maybe some doubt that you'll ever find it. Could that be at all true? Oh, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. So we're here to tell you. Now, we're not phonies. We don't give false hopes. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for 60 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris has been doing this over 80 years. (laughs) Um, but, but, you know, we we give the truth. That's what we try to do. And and luckily for you, it's going to get a little bit better. But, um, because there's going to be somebody. Are you in a are you in a kind of a shaky relationship now, if not in one at all? No, I'm not in a relationship. I haven't been in one for many many years. Yeah. So. The, the last one you had, did it have a shaky ending, like it was pretty tragic, pretty bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Okay. So you said 16 years, right? Mm-hmm. And your mother yes. died in 2016. 16. Yes. You have a one and a six, six in, on, in your birthday code. Your first and fourth numbers or your first and fifth numbers. So here's... Here's what we're going. To, here's what we're saying. Just answer the questions the best you can. Have you ever okay. been a reader? Do you like to read books? Or- I love to read. Yes, I've always been a reader. Yeah. I thought so. That's psychic. Thought so. So, if you do, you read like romantic novels or history novels or nonfiction. Mm-hmm. What kind? I read nonfiction. Mm-hmm. 
And would it be like history or spirituality or anything? Spirituality, new age. Yeah. Okay, this is good news because as we approach these validations, we get vibrations that return to us with a good future. Something's going to happen. Something's going to change for you. And when people usually encounter us, changes do occur. You don't know us that well, but they do. So did you have a specific question, Lisa? I mean, is it about the category? It's just about family. I just want to, my family has, and when I mean family, I mean me and my children. That's all the family I have. Um, we've been in crisis mode for the last two years. We've been dealing with just a lot of family upset. It's not been ugly and very, very painful. And I was just wondering if, if, if what is there, are we, we going to see anything that's going to get better? So children, uh, family upset within your, 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 your family unit with you and your children, there's been upset? Yes. Yes. Now, do you have children from different fathers? I do. Yeah. Okay. Do you have three children? Uh, it's funny that you picked well, up on I, that. I don't have three, but I have four, but one of them I is thought strange. There was four. Yeah. I thought there was four, too, well, and I actually wrote down four, but I said three. Kristen said three. She wrote down four, and before you answered, I said four. So Yes, one is strange. Because of the situation that happened, and it's still all going. So. Yeah. so that's the energy of the split, the three that I was picking up, but the four that I was feeling, and Neil felt the four, right. which is the total so, number of children. In the mixture of this whole history, was there ever drugs or alcohol? Um, yes, yes, there was some drug use, yes. There okay. was. And did any of the fathers of the children cause problems to aggravate your relationship with them? With my children? Yeah. I mean, did any of the fathers of the children, of your children, did any of those Mm -hmm. fathers cause any kind of grief for you after you had children? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So... Does one of your children want to move on to college or get some kind of education? Uh, they all have. They all already have. Yeah, and I got uh, one who was going to start school in May, but uh, he had to postpone it. Okay. So far, we're doing okay, Lisa. So far, we're getting hits. So the, the conflict, we've got to get to the conflict. Because you said there's some drugs and alcohol, but you kind of, that doesn't seem like the core concern. In the past, not now. Yeah, right. In the past. It's not the core concern that's causing the, the division. Oh, no, no, no. At all. No, okay. It's going to be an emotional um, escapade that has a, a sort of rebellious factor to it that has a misunderstanding of what's going on in the family. So yep. what you Yep, I think that's right. Yeah. You're close are you closer to certain children? 
or I am. Is I feeling am. There's a feeling of maybe this other child feels ostracized from the family because you're closer with the other three. Probably. That could be true. That could be true. Yep. One, I was always one, a little bit closer to my boys than I was my daughter. But, and um, it's three of one sex and one of the other. That's the other reason the division came in. Three boys, one girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why the three came in as well. So they're divided in that way. So you've got one daughter, and the daughter's the ostracized mm-hmm. one, or the one that is, you're having problems with. Mm-hmm. Well, um, did any of your, you know, I know we're asking questions, and we're trying to see how we can resolve this for you, because that's one of our functions at, at mm-hmm. heart. But did any of your children... Or do you know anyone who did shoplifting? No. <laughs> no stealing. Mm-mm. And how no. about, did any of your kids steal money from you or do anything like that? Oh, no, no. Okay. I'm not having that talking to I don't know. Did any of your fathers have any altercations with the law? No. Any of the fathers of the children? No. Okay. Why? Mm-mm. Why? I getting help us out, Lisa. Why okay. am I getting some kind of problem with policemen? Can you okay. help us out? Okay, I can I can tell you exactly what that is. It doesn't have to do with any of my fathers of my children, but my oldest son, um God a lot. He him and his um uh, the girl that he's with and the their children, they're dealing with CPS and they had the and they had a dealing with the police. So, yeah, the police is okay. involved. Because, so there's been problems. Yeah, that's probably what you're picking up on. CPS, they have the child or yeah. maybe more than just one child, and CPS has been involved. So have there been mm-hmm. domestic disputes at the home, that type of thing? Say that again. You blacked out. Have there have there been domestic disputes? at the home. The oh, no, no, no. Nothing domestic like that. No domestic stuff. Why is no. CPS getting involved? The child had, because the child was out playing and she found, uh, uh, she put something in her mouth, she almost died. Oh, no. oh boy. Yes, she did. Died. Oh, okay. Well. So there was a form of that. possible neglect? Neglect. Yeah, I guess it would be neglect. Neglect. I guess it would she, be a form of neglect. How old was she? So, like, what? She was two, three. She was two, two years old. And mm-hmm. she was outside playing by herself. And she found... So she was what? out there with her siblings. And she started with some drugs. Drugs. She was well, out on the ground to grab. Drugs. Yeah. Just drugs coming back in, like meth or yeah. what? It was um, fentanyl. Oh. You know what this is about, Lisa? Let's go to Mm-mm. a different page. Let's go to a different page. In a past life, oh. past life, you're spiritual. In a past life, your daughter was a drug addict. The, the daughter or the granddaughter? The granddaughter. The, the one who that this. In a past life. Okay. So that yeah. energy from that lifetime skipped over and, and, and it still occurred as a two-year-old, but inside her soul was probably in her 30s. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you have been surrounded by 
somewhat instability, turmoil, difficulties in relationship, confusion, but it seems like you've managed your life in such a way that you've maintained your spirituality and you're coping with life in spite of the fact that you're somewhat, somewhat desperate. So let's see if we can fix it for you. This might be a little fun. I'm going to ask you a couple Mm -hmm. questions, and Crystal will ask you a couple questions. Where you live, are there two bridges nearby? No. Are there any bodies of water, a pond, a lake? Mm, I'm fairly new to this town, but I'm not, I don't think so. I live in a small town, so I don't think so. Got it. What about Mm. in your upbringing? In your upbringing, uh, was it, do you remember any bridges that you walked? Over or have any bridges over troubled waters, no. for example, like a rural area, you know, a bridge. No, no, I don't have anything okay. like that in Lexington. Nothing like that. What about the name Gordon? Gordon or Jordan? Gordon, that's uh, that's my youngest son's uh, wife's uh, last name. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay, so we're, we got the fish by the tail. All right. So, so there, you know, have you ever been yourself, Lisa? And I don't mean to probe. No, but, I, you know, I act like yeah. someone else all the have time. Have you ever been? Have you ever been uh, needing social assistance or assistance monetarily from the government or any kind of program? Uh huh. Yes. Okay. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. <laughs> now, is it you or somebody else who has surgical scars on their stomach or abdomen? Uh, it's me. Okay, we're getting closer. See, we're getting closer to figuring out how to help you. Okay. Now, I'm going to say a word to you, and the word is very common. And don't worry how typical the word is. But I'm going to say it anyways. And the word is butterflies. Mm-hmm. What do you think of? Okay. My mom. Why is that? She loves butterflies. And every time I see one, I think it's her. Okay. So in this reading today, your mother's coming through. With the okay. symbol of the butterfly. Through the symbol of the butterfly. And what about the name Lorraine or Yvonne, I don't know, Lorraine something like Yvonne. that. Doesn't ring a bell, no. Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Yvonne, Elaine, Yolanda. Okay. Nothing with a Y or an L. Okay. Don't worry. Don't no. worry. I think your mother's coming through, and we'll we'll go from that point. Um, it, anything now it's warm in K- Kentucky right now. So I don't know what the flower situation is, but I'm seeing a symbol of like a red dahlia. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with dahlias? I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I have I'm some sorry. Red flowers that I bought. I don't know what? what that is, but I have some red flowers out that I bought. Oh, I don't you know what they are. Flowers? You bought red yeah, flowers? Mm-hmm. When? They're in my backyard. 
I bought them oh. about two or three months ago. Oh, so you planted them in your yard. So you have mm-hmm. red flowers in your backyard. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. So that's what I'm seeing. I don't know if they're dahlias or not, but that's what, well, it was a vision, but it was also the word dahlia. Anybody you know named dahlia? Have you ever known a dahlia? No, I've never known a dahlia. Okay, but it's about the red flowers. Okay. Okay, so we have some, well, I believe we have some contact from your mother. I think she's appearing via the butterfly symbol. And Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's a degree of hope and help. Um, Yes. Um, there, there seems, uh, okay, so what would you like to have happen? Let's see if we can get to that point since it's a radio show and we can't go into great detail. What would you like to have happen? Huh. Oh, man. I just want my son to get his kids back. I just want my family to heal so they can move on and Bond, you know, uh, everybody can be, everybody's depressed, everybody's sad, everybody's worried. But we're doing, but we're, you know, we're taking one day at a time. We're still living and trying to stay hopeful. Let's get to to this point. I mean, I want to get to the heart of the matter, and we're kind of like, you know, getting our hits here, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what is the exact issue, and I'm asking, this is not psychic, but I want to know the exact issue that's splitting up the, or dividing the family in the way that it is. That I have no be- idea. I have no idea. I try to talk to, um, I had confronted my daughter about it, and I asked her, you know, what we need to talk. She said, oh, nothing, but clearly she had already disconnected and, um, kind of moved on and so I just kind of just moved on too because I mean I can't make her uh, talk to me I can't you know I just you know whatever she's going through then you know she's got to be willing to you know she's done things but she doesn't want to admit to them what's your birthday what's your daughter's birthday June 25th 1988 Who's the baker in your family? Anybody like to bake? Seven, eight, thirteen, twenty-three. Could have been she your mother. She likes to bake. She likes. She um, likes to bake. I mean, my daughter bakes. I don't bake. Yeah. yeah. Then it's your daughter. Twelve. She's a three, but she's compounded. Thirty-nine, twelve, three. And you're. Where is she? Yeah, you know, uh, Lisa. There are nine together. When, when kids are growing up, in in a potentially unstable environment. They develop mm-hmm. issues that adults may not even have. Mm-hmm. There's a history of the way your children emotionally traveled through the family, throughout all the difficulties and distractions and altercations. Mm-hmm. And they developed ways to defend themselves, to, to detach, you know, and so you're left now with these children in adult form who still have these issues unresolved and mm-hmm. it's separated in their behavior and how do you, you know that's like separating water from water you, it's right. inside you might have you know maybe did they go to therapy or something like that but it's mm-hmm. sort of just there and what you've got to do mm-hmm. is just say you know what i accept it i i'll mm-hmm. just accept it and not try to change it and just thank mm-hmm. God healthy and safe 
and finding their mm-hmm. way. I won't force anything. Right. And, you yeah. know, you can pray, you can chant, you can do all kinds of things if you want to help out. But I think mm-hmm. your battle would be like fighting a wave that's coming into shore because you think if you hit it, it will back up. Right. It won't back up. It's the way it is. And who is Sarah? Okay. Who is Sarah? I don't know a Sarah. Well, you're going to. Because if you don't okay. know them, I've just been told that a Sarah is going to come in. And okay. um, was anybody in your family cremated as opposed to being buried? My mom was cremated. Yeah. So your mom told me the name Sarah. Huh. Any military okay. background in your family? Anybody in the military? No, there isn't. Nothing like that? No police? Nothing? Nope. Hmm. Well, that's okay. Uh, you know, um, God, God, wait, 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 transfer. Anybody with guns in the family? Uh, my boys have guns. Your boys had guns. So the military then, well, I was able to translate it to guns. So that's what it, it is. It's guns in the family. Our best is going to be past life military. You know, obviously we're getting some hits here, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Psychic, so mm-hmm. that's all good, uh, Lisa. Okay. I think in your your call for help, what Kristen and I will do is we will continue to put energy out for your family. Okay. I think we've kind of hit you. the issue that it's a broad area of conflict. That can't be yeah. specified by doing one thing. I think it, it's right. an essence of time and acceptance. And this is where okay. you have to kind of center yourself. Is there anybody in your family that's in the church, like a pastor? Is there anybody in the background? No, I, I have a very small family. And it's just literally me and my four kids and my grandkids. I'm well, uh, yeah. I'm grandfather's somebody back there in time I'm seeing okay. was a church okay. was it really involved in the church that doesn't okay. mean anything it, it, it just it just might well so what we're going to do Lisa is, is you you nod us down you write down our show and you call us back okay. yeah you can follow us on Facebook I don't know if you have a Facebook page and get to know us Good way to okay. keep in touch. Yeah, develop a relationship with us. Because we're going <laughs> to try relationship to, with us. We're going to try to Baker. help you. Baker. Because that's okay. what we do. Daughter Baker. And we're not playing games. We take it seriously. But I have okay. an inclination. Things may get a little worse before they get better. But, but if we choose the path of getting better, sometimes you have to follow a different path to get there. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I'm thinking okay. that your daughter, there may be some reconciliation going on. Okay. 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 Well, it's nice to meet you. All right. Thank you. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you. Okay. Keep in touch. And if you can, focus on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. I haven't even finished posting to our pages. And Jennifer is going to rest. Jennifer's in the chat. She's going to a restaurant named Dahlia's in September. Remember I said Red Dahlia? Oh, yeah. So that's interesting. Where is the restaurant, Jennifer? 
Um, 630 is on deck, but we're not sure. Do you want to talk? Dion? Hi, how are you? Hi, Hi. you just raised your hand. Well, I got the dog and the laundry and everything else. Oh, okay. Las Vegas. Okay. I didn't know the restaurant. And I didn't know she was going to Las Vegas. So that's funny. Okay. So, Dion, what is up? Okay. So I went this morning to um, look at the place. Okay. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just I need something for now. You know what I mean? Right. And so I filled out the application. She went to go and um, see if she could get the air conditioning fixed and the lock needs to be fixed. But I filled out the application and that's it. I mean, I did all of my part. What? I missed what you said, Dion. I did everything. I, I told her I would take the place. I told her I would take the place. Um, I, did every, I did my part. Like, I filled out all the paperwork, the application and everything. Now it's just getting everybody else to fall in line. So the application, I mean, you have that deposit contingency. You don't know if you're approved for the deposit, and they require that thousand deposit or not. No, she didn't say that she did. No, oh, great. Um, she knew my situation and was going to move as fast as they could to help me out. That's great. She never mentioned so, it. So you've got someone now in 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 the um, in the housing authority in this particular county that's m- been much more helpful than anyone you've encountered so far in all the other counties. She sent me there for a reason. It was available. Well, who she? But who's that person that's helping? She, she's from that county. That representative, right? The one woman you're working with from the housing authority. Yeah, or she's different. So she's from that county. So correct. You, you, the you know, I in our past conversations, I said you need to be working with the housing authority because they have they have to step in if you're not able to find a residence, and you're just sitting out 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 in your car with a voucher that's not working anywhere. Their their responsibility is to help you find find. You know, um, yeah, you just say that find a a permanent home that you can use the voucher for and no one was helping you do that and in fact there are exceptions being made that this the federal government requires for section eight such as the oven i don't know if she's putting in the oven or not or if you just agreed to not have a put in the oven because you don't use one but in our chat yesterday i said well why didn't port st lucie you know excuse the oven problem and let you move into those places because you would have been stable by then. You wouldn't have been, you know, running around Florida. So I don't understand why they're not more consistent in the way they operate. I I think it's more of a situation of it's a who's who, who knows who, who knows what. I mean, this place, you know, technically, I guess, it's listed. I mean, I think it was a situation of like somebody just saying, "Hey, I'll let you have this place. We know what your situation is, you know, blah blah blah." In poor St. Lucie, they just didn't want me because I was such an eight. 
um, Fort St. Lucie didn't want you to go to Section 8, but the place that, that place agreed to take it before they knew the rules, right? Yeah. Right. No, so, what you're saying is correct. Like, technically, yeah. like, they should have picked, if that's the case, then I should have been in a place three weeks ago. Right. And, I mean, I don't exactly. know if you broached that subject to the, um, to the, um, to this, to this housing representative that you're dealing with now, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it's kind of like you just take whatever you can while you can. It, cause yeah. It's like that. Otherwise, it's more days of just waiting, waiting, waiting in the car. It's like the whole system that they have set up is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, of course. Application fees, you know what I'm saying? But you don't have an income. How does that work? Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. Well, the, the housing authorities, according to what I read, is supposed to take care of the application fees for you. But obviously there's the bureaucracy of the government that you have to deal with. So getting what you're supposed to get is they make it very difficult for you. Just like you said about disability. They don't care if you die. I mean, it's the same thing probably with the housing authorities. Right. They don't care if you get a home. I'm looking at your place right now. I mean, it's going to be noisy, I think. But here. Due to its location. Oh. But it's... I'll have shelter. You know, you know um, uh, Eon... Your journey has peaks and valleys, you know, uh, a very noteworthy background, uh, a lot of wealth and notoriety, uh, an intellectual and literal pursuit, and then you have this trouble with geography and home and foundation. I was talking to her about her one-two in her month yesterday, and she yeah, I mean, you know, your master number is one, so we've got the root shock we're going where your uh, your foundations are going to be a bit sh- shaky. And then the one appears in your month. And then it's next to a two, which means relationship problems. Well, you've got those two. Five is your strength. It's your strength as a woman. It's your strength as a literary voice. And it's your strength as a physicality, meaning, you know, driving across states, being strong. Kicking people's asses. (laughs) Your seven pertains to your spirituality, which, well, take note, you call spiritual shows. And your three pertains to some triangulation, triangulation of energy fields. It is the stomach chakra, so at times you'll have a pit in your stomach. You'll... You, you know, you're constantly rebirthing throughout life. So every time you start an adventure, it could be curtailed by by some degree of, of failure or breakup because you're going through several different lifetimes in one lifetime. And the buildup and the breakdown of any given situation is synonymous with a past life. And you've had several. So that's all in your code. You can't help that. What you're doing, which is most impressive, is that you don't give up. And this time in not giving up, you, you, you have something. now found an advocate, which was a past life advocate, 
who has found you a place that's, you know, relatively secure. You're not living with a lot of other people. No. You have a shed for your belongings, and you have reasonable accommodations for one person and a dog. And, you know, a bit of a yard. What's the square footage? Now, the woman comes from a past life. Probably somebody in the spectrum of your family past life history. It'd be interesting to know her birth date. The idea of this woman stems from the idea of your grandmother in this lifetime. Were you close to your grandmother in this lifetime? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, that, that circle of friendship and, no, and common and common interests and love went over into this woman who found you a place via past life. And so, you know, and you're, you're, you're confronted by a long stretch of highway. So what that means is that it's like the long and winding road, you know, you, you have a certain, um, you have a certain journey that you're on where you now have a stop, a relief, a place of refuge, which I think is indicative of the fact that you have a lot more to experience while you're on this globe. So this is a good sign. It leads into the idea that you will continue with your documentary and focus on that. She's, it she, also, she's already published her book. I mean, it's not really a documentary. We'll continue. You know, so I think you're doing part two right now. You're going to write the second part? Yes. But your idea is to also sell windows, right? As a yeah, way well, to make that's money. fine because you're compounding. So you'll have double uh, duties to do. Here's what, your, here's what your goal is. You have a one, two, and five. Together that makes an eight, which is really power. So you're trying to put this puzzle together via relationship, home, and expression. Home also includes windows and things like that. Right. And the investigative work, all of that is rooted in your, in your uh, background. And then you, you, know, you basically succeed. So we're looking at that as a soul energy field, S-O-L-E, for uh, your up-and-coming journey. And we've got good news so far because you've been grounded by some form of security and location. Right, right, right. True. Um, okay, is there anything that you want to say? We have another caller. We want to get to the other caller and let's close early today. You just see that this one's going to go through this time. And I mean, I know it's just temporary because, like, everything is temporary anyway. But you see that I'm, it's going to be able to go through. What's the lease? How long's the lease? Well, I have to sign a one-year lease. One year. Are you okay? Are you sure this is the place you want to be at for a year? I mean, you've been in the property. You're comfortable I, there. I went in there. It was fine. It was clean. It was available. It's really hot down here, and I can't just keep driving around with the dog. So I'll just right. make it work. And there's air conditioning. We're good. Yeah, she was getting a fix. The guy was there right when I was there. What about the noise level from the highway? 
I mean, again, it's what's available. I mean, it's in the I would say, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she has to. Yeah, you know, don't worry. If the universe gave you that place, and I think it's for a, t- a temporary, but a year, a year. a year purpose. So that is where you're going to remain stable. And that's what our expectation is for you. That's it, you, really. That's it you've, really. just got to, you've just got to realize there are pros and cons. And when you sign a lease, you're locked into that lease. I understand that. And I just... Um, it's the, the traveling and the cost and everything and not having and like living out of the car, it's miserable. I know. It's costly. Of course. And this place is, is going to be the end of my housing issues for a while until I can get myself back up and running uh, with my job. But I can't okay. even go back to work until I get my, uh, until I get my, uh, my surgery done. So right. that's why I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take it. And then once you have an address, you can get on application for, like, food stamps in Florida, so you'll have that coming in. You have your disability hearing in October, right? Correct, correct. And then what's the timeline for your surgery? When would you start? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with that just as soon as I can get an address. But until you get an address, you can't do anything. At, right. So then, we are you going to be going through Medicaid? Are you going to still try to wait till October till the disability hearing and go through? No, um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to wait for anything. I'm going to keep going. And if I can find, sorry about that, but I'm at the laundromat. Okay. If I can get, if I can get it done, and however I can get it done, I'm going to get it done as long as it's on the insurance and everything like that. And then you know, there's always ways of getting out of leases. I mean, I I know how to get out of them if I need to in a couple of months because I have such severe medical issues and this this place is not ADA compliant so I can very easily get out of this lease no problem. Okay, well that's, everything's good. Everything's good. I think things are moving forward. I think this place is probably going to come through for you. You've got an advocate. It'd be interesting to know her birthday. Another show. Anything around you, yellow or orange, I'm seeing yellow or yellow or orange. Yeah, I have a yellow wallet, and I'm holding it right now. Okay, so that's just a validation that what we're telling you is excellent. And you're holding your yellow wallet, so that's good. The yellow wallet would be equatable to the third chakra. Yeah. So that means you're going to be ultimately well-fed. There's a good zone coming up to relieve you of your financial problems. And aside from that, you've got a three in your birth date on the transcendent side, which equates to the third chakra, which is yellow in color. So. In the, in the lot number 12, which is also oh. three. Oh, Great. Lot number comes to a three. So you turn that 12 into a three, and you're on the other side of your birthday. You want to get out of the 12-5 into the three. But it's no problem that it's lot 12. So just keep in touch with us. Why did I call her Yvonne? I thought I called her Yvonne. Um, Dion, we have to take okay. our other call. I, want, and, I just want to say thank you to you and Neil for all that you have done for me. 
if it wasn't for you two, I don't know. I would have had, I, was, I just was in a bad place and you helped me. And I know that you just did it to, out of the kindness of your heart. So I just want to say extra special thanks to you and Neil, Kristen and Neil, for all that you have done for Cupid and I. We really appreciate it. And I hope that God blesses you uh, ten times for everything that you've done for us. Thank you. It's very Thank nice you. for you Thank to say you. that. And I hope, I hope Cupid is enjoying his new food. <laughs> yeah, he is. He ate it two days in a row. Good. <laughs> Thank you for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah. very much. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Take right. care. Bye. Bye. Hey. Hello. I'm just looking up uh, Blue Bottle AeroPress. Blue Bottle. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Ooh, that looks good. Are you on the website? Uh, no, it's just a Google search. Yeah. It's, it's AeroPress is the machine I made it in, but the Blue Bottle is the brand of the coffee, and it's, you know... It is. It's Jennifer. Say hi. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Neil. What's uh, going on in California? I've um, heard great things about that place. Well, it, you know, it's 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 just an it's just another day in paradise. Right. <laughs> um, um. But uh, but I don't know about paradise. I know about another day. It's another day. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I just got back from visiting my mom for five days, um, and something shifted inside me. I don't know if it's the location of where I went. It was, and I look back at my memories on Facebook. I'm like, I tend to go there at the same time every year. Well, not every year, but uh, when I go there, it's usually around the same date. And now, when I'm back, I'm like, you know, and I feel like quitting, giving up. Um, but not in a negative way, just in a, it's just, it's been a weird shift. Um, wondering if you have any insight as to, uh, pardon me? A shift. Okay. Let's get your mother's birthday. Number one, we have yours 4370, of course, 246. I'm, I, we've had, we've gotten your mother's before too, but I don't remember. I think, yeah. November 24th, 1951. So uh, interesting. Eleven twenty-four. You know, there she is with the eleven, and she holds your karmic number in her day. So there's a strong karmic tie to her. Um, but eleven problems, relationship problems. Does your mother have relationships? Has she been married more than once? Divorces? Uh, she's been married twice, and she's with a third person. And he, the guy's a saint. You know, she's a very difficult person. You guys are the same karmic and master number. She's a very difficult person. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. But you had a shift. Yeah. But, well, I don't, it, but the, while I was there, I'm like noticing like her mannerisms, things that she says. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm turning into her. It, so <laughs> I don't know if it's like a shift that wants to, you know, now like, consciously make sure I'm not that same person. But Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, to relieve I, you, of, can I say oh, one more ahead. thing yeah. about the numbers? I, it's it's interesting too because you're both the same karmic numbers. She holds the karmic numbers in her day, but as well the months become the karmic number. So she is an eleven, which is actually a two, and you're born in the fourth month. That's twenty four. So it's intense. 
intense. Go ahead. What yeah, I mean, the reason you, I mean, there's a, you know, biological, hereditary, you know, we sometimes are just prone to follow in our parents' psyche uh, sometimes, but there's explanations for that. In your case, because you both are 24 equals 6, and there is a 24 also in your mother's day, and your months add up to a 6, there is a there is a degree of um, similarity there in the past life energies. Now, is it destiny that you'll become your mother? Absolutely not. Your years are vitally different. Your mother has you have a seven zero, so your journey stems upward to a, a, a strong spirituality. Your mother's spirituality in 1951 is seven. Uh, becomes a seven, but you got to build things to get there. So your mother's spirituality is somewhat questionable. What but you more, would, okay, I'm going to interject something. And this is, this is an individual read. Because not everybody born in 1951 is going to have questionable yeah, spirituality. Yeah, no, I'm talking about her this own individual, individual vibration read. of 51. Because it's coupled with a, oh, oh. a attitude of relationship problems, problems, which could deviate from her standard faith factor. In other words, if things are going bad, she kind of loses faith. So she kind of is a reactionary process to environment. Due to you know her turmoils and stuff, your energy. Um, you see where where you have a solid seven, you have a broken up seven in your month and day. So your spiritual journey has been hard earned, but it's intact. Your mother, it's questionable in terms of the authenticity of the spirit journey, but you're very different in many respects. If we look at the accumulation of your seven to your mother's five in your year and we get a 12, we can go over to the one, two in your mother's uh, day and month, and we can go into your month and day multiplied. So there's a strange, you know, because you've had multiple relationships with your mother in past lives, there's this intactfulness that is, uh, moving through the energy, but you're two different people. So going there could enlighten or revive revive the energy of those past lives that you start to feel like, oh my God, I'm attached to her. I'm like her. But once you separate in your mind and get through those moments, you'll see you're two very different people. Okay. No, that's, that's comforting. Thank you. The other thing briefly is your three to your mother's four in the day replicates your four, three and your own first two numbers. So it gets, and then, uh, no, I think they're exactly alike actually. Yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be 20 years. Identical twins. <laughs> oh, great. So, so yeah. I'll be smoking weed all day long. <laughs> oh, really interesting. Your mother, yeah, your mother, your oh, mother and I are, are the same year. Oh. So, we, so, so do you, you know, smoke, Oh no, you drink coffee all day long. 
long. You don't smoke weed all day long. Okay. I don't. I know. I know. I'm not. He doesn't. Does he does no. never smoke weed. He never smoke weed. But no, He's no, never no, done no drugs. drugs. No drugs. Nothing. I don't need it. Uh, in fact, I would be afraid of what it would do to my third eye. It's already too active. So, <laughs> but Probably you know, the psych ward. Uh, your mother, your mother, and your mother went through a turmoil growing up. So she probably had a troubled, quote, maybe rebellious attitude growing up. If I knew her in high school, she would have been one of those. Maybe I hung around with people, you know, in that in her life. You mean like with like, her mom? Like the um, like in uh, Greece, the girls, the pink ladies. Yeah, more like the warriors, the, oh, the girl know. group. But the, uh, but you know, I mean, I don't know if she grew up rebellious in the '60s or if she was prim and proper like. Well, Judy. Tatum Channing wasn't she a rebellious character in yeah. Greece? Was your mom Tatum more Channing? of a hippie or? or no, not Tatum. What Channing. Was your mom? She was a hippie. Um, she and here's another thing that I think may be part of her issue is she was an only child until she was about 12. And then my grandparents got her a foster sister. Like, here's a toy for you. So, oh, wow. At the, so they were the Stockard same age Channing. in the same grade. Pardon me? No, I said the wrong name. Stocker Channing. Yeah. Stocker Channing. Stocker Channing. Yeah, the, the, the really old one. <laughs> yeah, I just the really so, old one. Yeah. So she was an only child till 12, and then she had a sister. Yeah. Well... So I, okay. I feel like there is a, a huge element of selfishness there. Um, so I, I'm wondering if that. Yeah, you know, 11's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's got to be some some attitude of uh, narcissism. But she was an only child till the age of 12. There's yeah. That 12. There's that 12 again. Mm-hmm. But but being an only child, I mean, that that in itself is one yeah, we got to go. Yeah. So, you know, Jennifer, I don't think it's anything overly dramatic. It's a, it's a topic of conversation that has its ups and downs and is, has some interesting things to say about it. But your mom isn't a classic dark person. I mean, she is what she is. She's complex. There's a little bit of selfishness going on. Um, you know, she takes care of herself. But oh, absolutely. Mean, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean she doesn't have love for you, but her brain goes to herself predominantly. Ah, uh, yes, that totally makes sense. Okay. I know you got to well, go. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Jennifer. And we are out of time. Back on the air next week, Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye. Have a good weekend. Stay cool.